0: The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up everybody? Welcome to the Pick Six Podcast, You Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is someday in December. Just kidding. Tuesday, December 8th. And then we have Toonf, Tuesday night football between the Ravens and the Cowboys. We're wrapping up week 13 to break it down from a gambling DFS and general football perspective. The great Larry Hartstein joining me. What's up, buddy?
1: How's it going, Will?
0: Uh, it's going great. I'm in my, um, my office wearing a short sleeve a t-shirt and a toboggan, which is how I like my December to be. My wife thinks it's weird that I sit around the house in a toboggan all day during the day. And I, I just, I just kind of like wearing toboggans. So that's
1: nice and cozy.
0: Yeah, exactly. That keeps my head warm. Uh, anyway, let's dive into this game. It's a, um, it's a, it's a fascinating game. It's not a, you know, it's not uh, a one point spread like we had with. The, uh, with the, the 49ers and the Bills, not that that mattered on Monday night football. In fact, this spread is kind of interesting, Larry, from, uh, I think, you know, a discussion perspective because it sat at eight up until Lamar Jackson was announced officially by the Ravens that he was off the COVID reserve list. The line then dropped to seven and it got to seven and a half on Tuesday morning. And in between the time we were preparing for this podcast and we actually started recording, it got slammed and has moved up to eight and a half at William Hill. And I am now seeing a nine locally. It is, it is shooting towards 10. Um, what do you make of that? Is it just aggressive money coming in on Baltimore and how much of a difference in 2020 does, you know, obviously seven key number with touchdowns. Um, but I think the, I think the value of seven and even the value of three to some degree has been diluted a little bit by uh, the aggression that coaches use on fourth down uh, decision-making on two point conversions, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, how much value do you put in uh seven, eight, nine, so to speak?
1: Well, there's, there's teaser value in there because uh, you know, sure. once you go up to nine, you take away the seven point teaser, you know, getting it under the three. So uh, that's protection for, Against teasers, but I'm, um, I was also a little surprised like you that it would go down because everybody's getting activated. It sounds like Calais Campbell is going to be back. Uh, I think Brandon Williams. Um, so I'm not sure what that movement was down from eight to seven, uh, or seven and a half, but I, I do agree with you. I think it's, it's not going back down. I think it's only going up now.
0: Yeah. I think if you have the Ravens. Minus seven, you should feel great about things right now, and you could have gotten it at minus seven overnight on Monday. That's and that's we've talked about this a little bit. I don't want to linger on it too much because we do want to talk about the actual football. But I do think that the number, the move, it's move the lines don't move like they did five years ago. Five years ago, you would see. You know, sort of a gradual move in one way. And then maybe on game day, there's like a a quick move in a, in a certain direction, but they, they would always be these like slow adjustments, I feel like. And now it's like you can log in and you can, it's like a, it's like watching the stock market. I mean, it moves up and down throughout the day. Like if, if maybe there's people out there, obviously there are people out there who believe that Dallas is going to cover anything more than a touchdown. If they see nines, they're coming for them. I mean, so maybe it comes back. I don't know. It's it's just wild to see this. And it's just, it's a very different world.
1: No, you're right. It used to be, there was an early move on the early line. And then it would just sit there until the limits got raised. And then there might be another move. And then there'd be a, then a big move right before game time. But that was it. That was it for the week. And
0: The line would come out on the Sunday before, maybe even the Monday. And you'd see people pepper it. And then it would literally, I mean, this is how it was in college, at least, and how even it was like five or 10 years ago, it would stay the exact same from Monday until Sunday morning. And then it would take a, like a drastic swing. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, it's a whole new world. There's just so much more money, so much more volatility, so many more places uh, to get your money down.
0: Yeah, exactly. And uh, so the Ravens are eight and a half at William Hill. While we're recording this, it's very possible that the line moves to nine, maybe even gets to 10. Uh, is there a number here, Larry? Uh, it is actually nine at William Hill now. So that's how that's how volatile it is in the three minutes that we've been talking or however long it is. Um, is there a number here that you would consider taking the Cowboys? I like the Ravens in this game, and uh, I am perfectly fine fading Andy Dalton in primetime. I am perfectly fine taking a Baltimore team that desperately needs a win and has to take care of business at home with not practice players, but at least rested players in theory, um, and an offense that you would think, Larry, that they're going to do what they do best against a team that can't stop the run and just pound the ball and force Andy Dalton to throw against a tough defense that is opportunistic. If they don't do that, then I don't know what the hell Jim Harbaugh, John Harbaugh is doing this season.
1: Yeah, you mentioned, is there a number, I would say 10 is my number of where I would start to get interested in Dallas. I mean, they had, but it's the same setup as last night. You know, Washington had the, uh, extra rest, uh, against a, you know, an NFC East team against a, uh, AFC North team and now, uh, a short week for Baltimore. So you would think, Hey, look what Washington did with all that extra time, but then you think, what about the coach? Do you think Mike McCarthy put all that extra time to good use or did he just design another (laughs) extremely slow developing fake punt from his own 25? You know, what did he do with that extra time? I don't think there's any confidence and he and he basically called out players and said, Oh, the play was good. They did. It wasn't executed. I mean, Hmm. I just don't see, you know, this is a get right spot. Baltimore has faced the Steelers twice, the Patriots, the Colts, the Titans, and now they get to face the Cowboys. And like you said, 4.9 4.9 yards a carry, worst in the league. 156 yards on the ground, 15 rushing touchdowns allowed. They can't stop the run. Um, they lost both their left their tackles last week uh, against Washington without Zach Martin. Zach Martin is a they've been you know, destroyed. We don't 20%. we don't
0: talk, we don't talk about you know because of fantasy football is so prevalent that we don't spend enough time necessarily talking about an in, injuries to offensive linemen and defensive line. Zach Martin is a major like Zach Martin is worth more to the spread than Andy Dalton.
1: Three games that he has mostly missed or missed all of this year, both Washington games and the Arizona game. Mm. They've been out- outscored one oh four to twenty nine. I mean it's not just him, but they only have one starting O lineman left, and that's Connor Williams, uh, from the beginning of the season. So that's the,
0: that's the strength of their team in theory. And Andy Dalton is bad in primetime games. He's bad when he's pressured. And if Brandon, I think as of right now we're recording this at um, 11 a.m. So maybe we won't know until later. But it sounds like Clayus Campbell is going to be back. It sounds like Brandon Williams is going to be back. If those two dudes are playing and the Cowboys are missing all their offensive linemen and Andy Dalton is the quarterback, this is kind of elementary to me.
1: And like it, it,
0: it is a it is a potential bloodbath.
1: They blitz more than any team in the league. I think it's like forty 45- five percent of the time I think he's going to hit some big shots I think he sure they're going to be some big shots Marcus Peters likes to gamble uh but yeah on the whole I don't think it's going to be a pleasant night uh for Andy Dalton
0: well in, in that regard too so the over under actually has bumped up half a point since we've been talking as well it is up to 45 and a half um would you I, I mean I think of this game and I think under sort of by default but your point about um uh you know Marcus Peters gambling, like that can go both ways. I mean, that could be six one way or six the other way pretty quickly. Um, I, I would also not be entirely shocked if, um, if Dallas had, you know, 10 points in the second half in total garbage time and the Ravens won uh, 35 to 17. Maybe that's too many points, but I, I guess the logic there is like, I don't know that I feel entirely safe taking the under here. Uh, any thoughts on that total?
1: Yeah, you know, they're definitely going to pound the ball. Um, there's no Willie Steve. There's no Mark Andrews, but, but they might pound the ball for, with, you know, for 20 and 30 yard runs at a time. And that right. gives, gives up 32.6 yard, I mean, points per game. I would lean over. I, I loved it, you know, more at 44 and a half, 45. That's kind of a key number, but I still think we're looking at like a 28-20 type game, 30 to 20 type game.
0: Well, let me ask you this. Um, this game, now, typically speaking, we don't have Tuesday night football, Larry. Um, but there is I, – I tend to think when there's a Tuesday night game, I'm a little more inclined to try and look for something to pair it with, maybe down the road. Um, you could do a teaser in the game itself uh, where you tease the Ravens down to uh, – I guess you would do – you have to do a seven-point teaser and pay the juice because you don't want to do th- Ravens minus three. You probably want to do Ravens minus two um, and then go down to 38 and a half and take the over there. I mean that doesn't seem like a terrible option. It is a little more expensive if I risk a hundred to win eighty-three or risk hundred twenty-five to whatever to win hundred. Um, you could also tease the Ravens with the Patriots. I don't hate that. Yeah, the Patriots are like thirteen against the Rams on uh, on Thursday night. So he's got to wait till Thursday. Um and then the other thing that I look that I at least looked at, and you you know, you have to wait till Sunday to get paid or or you know to to find out if you win or not. I don't hate teasing the Ravens or even moneyline parlaying the Ravens um, with the Chiefs, who I, I think will take care of business and win the game. Maybe won't cover the, the big spread. Any any thoughts on how that pairs, and if if your mentality changes because it's on a Tuesday?
1: Yeah, no, I mean you're right. You're you're that much closer to uh, getting your action uh, resolved on a, on a Sunday. Uh, I would tease the Titans, Jags under uh, to the over. Uh, tease that down. Those games go over, like, uh, with regularity, as we've seen. uh, I'm guessing you like that over anyway. (laughs) I like the over, so uh, (laughs) let's tease it.
0: Okay. All right, cool. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk player props and DFS. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. I'm like refreshing this page and William Hill to see if the line moves again. I feel like it's going to get to 10. Uh, let's talk some player props. Uh, you know, I I don't know the, the, the one lingering concern I have, and we didn't mention this before is that we saw. And I mean, this is just anecdotally the only real example I think we have of this so far this year, but can Newton, uh, had COVID and we don't even know if Lamar Jackson had COVID, right? Or did he, de- he, no, he didn't test positive. He tested positive. Um, And Cam, I, don't, I don't know if the Cam was lethargic or, um, yeah, I had 70 yards passing this past week. So maybe it had nothing to do with it, but I, I just, a little bit of concern that maybe Lamar, because there, you know, there has been people who have had COVID have described a fogginess about the brain afterwards. And like you just, that would be the one thing I worry about. And I sort of wonder how the Ravens approach Lamar here. Do they want to, Get him back in action and like get him rolling. I don't, I don't, can't imagine they want him to pass a ton in this game, but I also can't imagine they want him to run. A, I think they probably just want to feed Mark, Mark Ingram and Gus Edwards and, and JK Dobbins and JK Dobbins, who's, who's been breaking out. Yeah. And, um, so to that end, actually you mentioned the, the third guy, uh, Justice Hill, who looked really good in recent action. His over under for rushing yards is five and a half. I like the under. <laughs> I like the under. I don't think he gets any carries. There's so many
1: guys, so many guys to feed. Uh, I like Dobbins over 57 and a half rushing. Last I checked, 69 and a half combined. He's getting more targets. Uh, I think he's uh, getting the third or fourth most targets on, on the team since week eight uh, without Mark Andrews, without Willie Snead. I just think, you know, he's had two great games the last times they've been at home. Uh, and now he's back. I think he had 121. He had 84 total yards in the other. Uh, I just think it's a huge game for him.
0: Uh, I, I can definitely get down with that too. Um, I think his over under his total for receptions, by the way, is one and a half and is juiced to the over. I don't necessarily hate that. The other, uh, receiving number that I don't mind at all either is Devin, uh, De- Deverney, whose name I constantly mispronounce. Um, but Willie Sneed's missing. As you mentioned, Mark Andrews missing. There's gotta be somebody who's gonna fill that void and you can get over two and a half receptions for, uh, for DeVarney at plus money. So I will take that at plus money and hope that he gets three yards. I don't mind his receiving total over at, I think, 22 and a half or 23 and a half either. Obviously, if you're, if he gets three catches, you would hope he's gonna get you there, uh, to that, to that 24. I'm done, Larry, ever messing around with Marquise Brown. I don't want anything to do with it. (laughs) Like and
1: everyone like is saying this has gotta be his game. I mean that's what they're all saying. It's I mean, every game, every week. That secondary without Willie Steve. I mean, but that's the narrative, is that this is a blow up game for him, but it's you waited too long, right?
0: It's always Marquise Brown's game. And then like the one week it was, it was like two weeks or last week when they you know, when he when he against Pittsburgh when he catches a and pass from Trace McSorley oh, for 70, to, to yeah. ruin, yeah, to ruin the, to ruin the cover. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think uh that would, those would be my lanes. I, I the small numbers, Justice Hill and, and Devin DeVarney, I agree with you on Dobbins. I think, I think any, I think they might just, again, Ingram and Edwards coming off the COVID list, maybe they don't feed them as much and it's a Dobbins game and Dobbins could run wild here. So I'm perfectly fine loading up on JK Dobbins props.
1: I love it. And I also like pairing him to score a touchdown with the Ravens. Winning is plus 220. Ooh. Uh, him to score anytime is 160 plus 163. One other one I like Gallup. Uh, you know, he is the deep guy. Um, it's really not. I mean, Amari Cooper can also get deep, but I think Gallup is the deep guy. And like I said, I think they're going to be behind, be behind. I think they're going to take some, some deep shots and uh, his longest reception, 18 and a half. I, I want to go over that one.
0: Okay. Uh, DFS perspective. Uh, hopefully I don't need to recap all of those props because we just went through them very quickly. We want Dobbins, Gallup, and I got DeVarney and, uh, and Justice Hill. Uh, DeVarney overs, Justice Hill unders. Um, I think Dobbins is a potential fantastic option to captain in DFS. It's 12, 12, nine. And by going with Dobbins, you unlock a lot of other stuff. I don't know how you get away from Lamar Jackson in this spot. Um, I have no problem. Why is Tyler Huntley in here? What is what is happening? What is Tyler Tyler Huntley? Is he a, is he he's at nine two just in case Trace McSorley also can't play. This is a weird move by by DraftKings. Um, I, I think you have to put Lamar Jackson in there. Obviously, have to have to. Um, you don't have to put Andy Dalton in there, right? Maybe if you go Dobbins as your captain, you do need to go with the two quarterbacks. I don't know. I I
1: think you have to go with Zeke. Um, yeah, I don't think you have to play Dalton. I think you have to go with Lamar Jackson. You have to go with Zeke. Uh, I I like Dobbins, Dalton Schultz, you know, 19 catches last four games. He's pretty cheap. Hmm. Um, Justin Tucker, um, you know, if the Ravens offense is down in the red zone a million times and, and, and doesn't get it in a few times, you know, he could have a good one. Um, yeah, but I think Dobbins is the guy.
0: Um, one guy that I think is a little intriguing, that he didn't get much run against the Steelers. He's only two hundred dollars. James Proche, the uh, the rookie at SMU. Um, I I don't know. I, I feel like they're going to try to work him in at some point. Miles Boykin also didn't have a uh, didn't have a catch against um, against Pittsburgh either. He was eighteen hundred uh, in that game, and that was that, that was a showdown to slate too. And uh, and now he is six hundred dollars uh, in terms of his call. Because it was a Wednesday afternoon game, he's six hundred dollars in terms of his cost on the showdowns like that is pretty cheap. I mentioned DeVarney, he's $800. I mean, any one of those guys can basically unlock. If you go Dobbins as captain and one of those cheaper guys, and you don't really need to go one of those cheaper guys, but I think DeVarney is interesting because if you put him in there at $800, so I have a lineup here with Dobbins, Lamar, Ravens defense, DeVarney, Zeke Elliott, and Dalton Schultz. I could even get rid of Dalton Schultz and move up to C.D. Lamb, um or, or Mark Ingram or Gus Edwards if I wanted to, or even go down to Michael Gallup. You're leaving a ton of cash on the table, but that's not a bad thing in these showdown sites, particularly with a nine point spread where you expect that the Ravens will be able to get loose on somebody. Now I'm probably gonna be fighting against other Ravens heavy lineups. Uh is that would you go Ravens heavy here? It's it's hard to talk yourself into uh Cowboys are winning this game. Sort of DFS lineup script.
1: Yeah, I don't think you can go more than uh, a couple of cowboys in this lineup. Uh, yeah. this just, I mean, this just sets up so well. Uh, we'll see. You know, we just don't know. It's, that's the COVID era. You just do not know how they're going to look. No. I mean, uh, wh- what kind of practice has he? He's one practice and one walkthrough for Lamar Jackson, but. You know, you just kind of trust the coaching and you trust the.
0: Well, you would think that they're going to simplify it again and feed the ground game. I mean, I don't even hate the idea of doing something where you do, like Dobbins is your captain, Lamar, Gus, Mark Ingram, Ravens defense, and then like just we're not no pass catchers, just like get every rushing yard, get yes. every rushing yard you possibly can from the Ravens, get their defense in case they pull off a pick six, uh, and you don't expect Dallas to score more, and then plug in if you, you could either do Andy Dalton or you could do one pass catcher for, for, for Dallas. And I, I mean, I don't hate the idea of that sort of stack. I, th- I think it, it might be popular, but you know, we'll have to see.
1: Yeah. And maybe Dobbins is the guy who catches the ball and runs
0: it in. Right. And if Dobbins catches a ball and runs it in, you shoot yeah. up the leaderboard because of that. Now, again, uh, if you want to be super contrarian, Go get yourself some Cowboys. I will have all the Ravens in my lineup, so it sounds like Larry will as well. All right, buddy. Uh, Good stuff, as always. You got the props, the DFS. We like the Ravens. And the over as well in this game. Uh, Talk to you soon, man. Likewise. Take care. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.